On May 5th, 2020, I decided to ride with Pam Paget, a member of the Body of Christ, to pick up our food. She goes almost every day to some restaurant to pick up our food to bring it home. I decided that day to go with her. I had not been out of the house since January 15th, 2020. I looked at the mountains in Colorado Springs where we lived as Pam drove down the street, and it was a great joy to see Pikes Peak and the mountains. And I said, the mountains are still here. I'm glad to know that. Pam laughed. Because, you see, Pam and I both know these scriptures, which tell us what's coming at the end time. The time will come the mountains won't be here. I certainly hope we're not here to see that, because that's in the days of the Great Tribulation. And I believe God is going to remove the part of the church who really follows him, and I hope I'm among those people if I'm still living on this earth at the time this happens. But when Jesus returns, the dead in Christ will rise first. Then those who are still living on this earth will arise from this earth. They'll be changed instantly into new bodies. They will arise from this earth to meet them in the air because this present heaven and earth are going to be destroyed. All the people who are of God will be taken to the new heaven and new earth, which is described for us in 1 Peter chapter 3. The new heaven and the new earth are the place that righteousness will dwell. You'll never be able to make this current earth righteous. But the new heaven and the new earth will have no iniquity in it. It will be totally righteous. We will be changed from these human bodies. There will be no pain, no sorrow, no death, because we're not going to have this flesh which causes pain, sorrow, and death. It will be strictly spiritual, and we will have new bodies, says Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. So when I said that to Pam, she understood exactly what I was saying. That I was so glad to see the mountains were still there. These are beautiful mountains in Colorado Springs. Pikes Peak is there. Beautiful mountains leading up to Pikes Peak. And we have a view of all of that when we leave the house. And it's a thrill to see them. But I know the day is coming when they won't be here when no mountains will be here, because the Bible tells us that which is coming. Revelation 16.20 says, And every island fled away. There won't be any islands. They will all disappear. And the mountains were not found. All of the mountains will be gone. There's one scripture in Revelation 8 where John said, I saw a great mountain burning with fire slide into the sea. Can't we just imagine that happening? Look at the mountains in Seattle. There's a great mountain there, which is a former volcano. 
And John said he saw it burning with fire. We had experienced Mount Helena in um, Oregon burning with fire. We've, we experienced that eruption. We know of it. People in Italy have seen that. People in the Philippines seen, have seen that. Costa Rica. Many places on the earth have seen these eruptions of volcanoes. Well, the time will come that all these mountains will fall into the sea. They'll disappear. That's the days of the Great Tribulation. Now, we sincerely hope not to be here to see the event because it is going to be really bad. We have just witnessed an event which we never dreamed of seeing, this coronavirus. Look how fast it covered the whole world. Didn't it change our feeling and make it much more realistic concerning the Great Tribulation? Didn't it cause us to see how fast something can happen? Well, that's what's going to happen in the Great Tribulation. If you read the Bible, you will see many things that are coming upon this earth. Revelation chapter 8. John says, And I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. And the seven angels which had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. Revelation 8, verse 7. The first angel sounded, and there followed hail and fire mingled with blood, and they were cast upon the earth. And the third part of trees was burnt up, and all green grass was burnt up. Doesn't that cause us to stop and think? All green grass was burnt up. Can that happen on the whole earth? Well, this coronavirus showed us stuff that could happen on the whole earth, didn't it? So doesn't it make it more realistic? It does to me. And the main thing we see about it, hail and fire mingled with blood. That's not caused by man. I know in the coronavirus there are different theories of what happened. And I know that the President of the United States has thought China caused it. I don't know. But even if China did lose something, we see how fast the whole earth can be affected. But we know no man is going to cause hail and fire. That's God. God only is going to cause hail and lightning. So the very first thing that's stated in the Great Tribulation is the event of hail and fire mingled with blood. I have no idea what that means. But they were cast upon the earth and the third part of trees was burnt up and all green grass was burnt up. That is the first trumpet sounding in the Great Tribulation. Now, prior to the Great Tribulation, 
There will be wars, rumors of wars. There will be famines. There will be pestilences. I felt like the coronavirus could be from God. And it could be one of the pestilences, which Jesus says are the beginning of sorrows. Following the beginning of sorrows, there's the great tribulation. The second angel sounded, and as it were a great mountain burning with fire, was cast into the sea. Well, it's very easy to imagine that happening. It could happen in Hawaii with that volcano sliding off into the sea, or the Philippines, or it could be a mountain like Mount Rainier. It could be a mountain inland that was bad enough to slide into the sea. And the third part of the sea became blood as a result of this mountain falling into the sea. And the third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died, and the third part of the ships were destroyed. Revelation 8.10 And the third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp, and it fell upon the third part of the rivers, and upon the fountains of water. And the name of the star is called Wormwood, and the third part of the waters became Wormwood, and many men died of the waters, because they were made bitter. This fourth angel that's going to sound is really, really something. The fourth angel sounded, and the third part of the sun was spitten and the third part of the moon, and the third part of the stars. So as the third part of them was darkened, and the day shone not for a third part of it, and the night likewise. What if you eliminate one-third of the daylight that we are accustomed to? I don't know how many hours a normal day is now, but suppose it's a third less. That will cause a very significant change on this earth. Won't it affect growing seasons? I would think it would, which would indicate great famines that we haven't seen before. But it will be a third more darkness than we are accustomed to. And even at night, the stars would not shine for a third part of the time, nor will the moon shine. A total darkness. One third of the time. I think it's very significant. Well, one thing for sure, no man is going to question, is this of God? Because no man can do these things upon the earth. No man can cause this to happen. It is going to be God bringing a wrath upon the earth because of the sin and disobedience of human beings and the corruption upon the earth. It's exactly like in the days of Noah, except God will never destroy the earth again by water. We know that by Genesis chapter 6.
or rather I should say we know that because of the happenings of Genesis chapter 6, chapter 7, chapter 8, when you read all the passage of Genesis concerning the great flood that killed everyone except Noah and his family. You see that God promises that there will never he will never destroy the earth again by water. He's going to destroy the earth at the very end by fire. We know that because of what Peter wrote in 2 Peter 3. In Revelation 8:13 we read and I beheld and heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven saying with a loud voice woe 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 unto the inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voices of the trumpet of the three angels which are yet to sound four angels have sounded four plagues have been loosed but there are three more to come. You can read about these for yourself if you'll start in Revelation um, 9. And if the, Revelation 16 really tells the end of the wrath of God. There are other angels that pour vials of the wrath of God out on the earth. So there are many things that happen in this period of time, which you can read for yourself. Revelation 8 through 16. But this shows us something is coming. And those of us who know, it's so real to us that we just know those mountains that we can see in Colorado Springs won't be there any longer because we know what the Bible says. So it comes as no surprise to us. So many people think this heaven and earth will not be destroyed, but it will be. There will be a new heaven and a new earth created by God. Let's look at 2 Peter chapter 3 concerning the destruction of this current earth. And then we will look at Revelation 21, which tells us the, about the new heaven and the new earth that is coming. And we who belong to God will be taken to the new heaven and the new earth which is created to replace this old heaven and earth. Second Peter chapter 3. These are verses 10 through 14. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, says Peter, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens, being on fire, shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace, without spot, and blameless.
The only way we are going to be found without spot and blameless and be found in peace as we live on this earth is by praying, asking God to help us when we encounter the problems of this earth and going then in the way of God. And we are without spot and blameless as we correct ourselves through the Bible by the Holy Spirit. So we are to be diligent that we will be found of him when he returns, that we will be found in peace without spot and blameless. You have a problem with someone in your household, especially your mate? Well, begin to pray, thanking God for the good things that you remember about that person. That will break up many of the bad things that you're currently troubled about. Prayer is the only way we will live in peace on this earth, taking everything that troubles us to God in prayer. Now let's look at the new Jerusalem, the new heavens, the new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Revelation 21. God showed this in a vision to the Apostle John, and he wrote it for us, and we see it in the Bible. Here's what John says. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. If you will read uh, 1 Corinthians 15, you will see that we are given a new body before we are taken off this present earth, a new spiritual body. We won't have the current bodies that we live in. We will not be in these bodies any longer. We are going to be given new bodies. Therefore, the new bodies are not subject to death, as is the current body, and they're not subject to sorrow or crying, the emotions, it won't have the emotions. And there'll be no more pain because the new body will not feel pain. There will be no more pain. Revelation 21, 5, And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. There's a passage in Isaiah which tells us we won't even remember this present earth. We won't even remember it. It'll all be removed from our mind. This is Joan Boney speaking. You can read all of these scriptures by going to our blog, Jesus Ministries Exhortations, 
on the right-hand side of the blog homepage will be the word podcast. Click on that. Pull up this recording, which is The Bible Tells Us of Many Things to Come in the Days Ahead. And you can read this um, these scriptures for yourself and review them. The blog's name is Jesus Ministries Exhortations. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.